From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey in Charleston, South Carolina, this is Teeing It Up presents the Sunday Sprint for Week 9 of the National Football League season. I'm Jeremy Schilling, and he is Luke Morrow. Good morning. Good morning. All right, let's start here. Why should I have any confidence in Adam Gase? Why should I have any confidence in a front office that wants to trade your best players? Why should you have any confidence in a team that was open to trading Le'Veon Bell, your best player, open to trading Jamal Adams, your second player, open to putting Robbie Anderson, your best asset, on the market and then asking too much for him instead of trying to get something in return. Why should I have confidence in a coach that has lost the locker room, now faces the tank ball against a Miami team that includes Ryan Fitzpatrick, where you're going to see all... This is the best game the Dolphins are going to play all year. And this could be a 24-10 type route by the Dolphins over the Jets. I do not understand the betting line, the over-under line, or anything. This Jet team is crap. Luke, I was at a friend's house watching last Sunday. And we were on red zone. And they switched to the Jet game. And it was a Sam Darnold long pass. I turned to the kid next to me and I said, this is going to be an interception. And boom, it was a turnover. And he goes, he's a Packer fan. This is the difference between you and me. I watch Aaron Rodgers and automatically expect touchdown. You automatically expect turnover. That's where this team is. Why should I have any confidence that this team will do anything positive today? This is an absolute blowout. Wow. I love it. Uh, you, you, you shouldn't have confidence other than the fact that the Dolphins are really bad. And I think the Dolphins are still worse than the Jets, but this won't be an easy game or an easy win for New York, but I do think they get it done. But I'm with you. I mean, Adam Gase, you look at Gase's career, and uh, when he hasn't had Peyton Manning, he's never had an offense that was not in the bottom ten in the league. Uh, The reports are, you know, good play caller, not the best guy or head coach. He can tell just by his press conferences. That guy doesn't uh, motivate players. He's got poor body language. He's not very uh, charismatic. Uh, there's a lot going on. You covered it all. I, other than the Dolphins being really bad, if you're a Jets fan, yeah, I don't know what you hang your hat on today or moving forward here the rest of this season. I don't. I, I just don't. Uh, this team is terrible. You've got a coach that was hired by a GM that's no longer there. Uh, we don't know what the relationship is between Chris Johnson, the acting owner. Remember, the actual owner, Woody Johnson, is the U.S. ambassador to the United Kingdom right now. So we have an acting owner. His brother we have a gm and joe douglas that was brought in for a coach that um is is currently you know um on the hot seat it just is a bad combination luke it, it is and the jets i know Darnold, you know was out uh with the mono and then even when he comes back you don't know if he's 100 percent. that takes a while to get back to full full form but this team has way too much talent to be uh, one and six, even with the schedule they had. Now the schedule becomes one of like the three easiest, I think, the rest of the way. So maybe they can stack up some wins and save Gase's job. There's uh, no proof they, that that's uh, possible. What's that? There's no proof that that's possible. No, but they go from. I wish I had the numbers in front of me. They go from one of the toughest schedules so far this year to now one of the easiest. So hey, maybe it was just maybe they just need the schedule to. But like, who says they can beat easy opponents? Well, I mean, they have more talent. I know they're not playing well, and the coaching, the head coach at least, I think, isn't the right guy for the job. Uh, Darnold has looked like he has regressed this year, although, again, the mono. But when 
leg of this team going up against a lot of teams on their schedule. I mean, the Bengals, the Dolphins, uh, even the Redskins. This, this Jets team still has more talent on the paper. They'll, they'll still be one of the more. They'll still be the more talented team in quite a lot of their games the rest of the way. Can they win those games? We'll find out. I still have some faith in them just because of uh, the roster that I think they'll get some wins here to finish out the year and make Gase look better. Make it a little bit harder to fire him when they're one and six and the end of the year, whatever, say winning four of their last whatever it may be. I, I hear you. I hope you're right. But this team, to me, can't win easy opponents, hard opponents. They cough it up too much. And stupid turnovers and stupid decisions uh, don't come from the opponent. They come from the team themselves. Um, he, he, Sam Darnold can't throw right now against single coverage, man-to-man coverage, or zones, or NASCARs, or cover zeros, or cover twos, or cover fours, or whatever. He's throwing off his back foot. He has bad technique. It just is an ugly thing. I need to see a, a whole metamorphosis here before I start believing in this team again. And this is not... Luke knows me. I'm not one for hot takes. This is as, as passionate as you've heard me about something probably in a long time, right? I love it. And that's why I wanted to call on your show the other day, because I just, you asked me the question about the Jets one day early, one, one day too early. Because um, then I saw all this news, and I'm like, this whole organization is just lost, just utterly lost, if you're going to put these guys up on the market. Yes. Last thing, uh, I did, I, I searched the numbers. They've played the toughest schedule to date based off of winning percentage. They'll finish it with the easiest schedule the rest of the way, so maybe the Jets can find some wins. So ten straight, sorry, nine straight to finish ten and six and make the playoffs. No, that won't happen. But maybe they'll finish the year like five and eleven. Yay! <laughs> six and ten, wonderful. Or five, whatever that would be. Uh, what 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 did you say it was? Six, five and eleven. Yeah, uh, that's something to aim for. Yeah, I don't want that number. No. <laughs> Dad, what was it? The Jets have been five and eleven in how many consecutive years? Two out of the last three? My dad knows this number offhand. I, 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 I don't apologize if you're listening with headphones. Um, this Houston-Jacksonville game, I haven't watched a second of it. It's 9-3, middle third quarter as we record this. Uh, has this game been ugly, being in London? Yeah, I mean, it's just been pretty boring. Uh, it's your classic London game. I mean, this is what always happens. Uh, Deshaun Watson has made some nice plays. Jaguars offense is... Uh, uh, I mean, it's going to put you to sleep. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a tough watch. Trap game here for the Vikings today, Luke. You avoid Mahomes. I think that's a risk. This team is so talented. You're 6-2. and two, Opportunity to be better. And I think you miss out on the opportunity today and lose to the Chiefs. Well, for one, I'm glad Mahomes isn't playing in the sense that, uh, you know, you always want to see the stars out there and, and you never want anybody to get injured. But it would have been classic. Vikings if he missed last week against the Packers and then returned today to beat the Vikings. So at least we don't have to worry about that. Uh, but Minnesota, when you look at the way teams have beaten the Chiefs, and the Chiefs have not been good at home this year. They've actually been better on the road. They've already lost three, three games. All three losses have been at home this year. And in those losses, uh, we've seen the way that teams have beaten them is just by running the football down their throats because their defense can't stop it and keeping, usually it's Pat Mahomes, off the field, but that offense in general. The Texans did it. Um, 
the uh, the Colts did it, and even the Packers a little bit. Aaron Rodgers had a great day last week, but the Packers ran for like 120 yards and possessed the football. And the Vikings have the best run game of all those teams. They're third in the league in running the football. So they have uh, the recipe to go into Kansas City and get a win, run it today, uh, keep that offense even with Matt Moore off the field, and then when Kirk Cousins is called on, he's got to make the plays against that defense that isn't that great. But the one troubling thing for the Vikings, they have not won any of their last 13 outdoor games against teams with winning records. You have to go back to 2015, I think it is. It's been almost four years since the Vikings have beaten a team with a winning record outside. So even with Matt Moore, this is a, uh, a tough spot for the Vikings where they always struggle outdoors on the road against good teams like the Chiefs still are, even with Matt Moore. They've got to win today. When you go up against that backup quarterback, even on the road, you got to win. And the question is, do you trust Kirk Cousins in a big spot? It's a good question. I do as of right now because of the way he's playing. But this would be a big step, even without Matt Moore. This would be a big step against a first-place Chiefs team on the road. Uh, each week he's checked off a different box where you know he, 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 he looked well the first week of this winning streak, and he said, well, it's against a bad team. And then he went on the road, and he won a road game outdoors. Of all these, you know, and then he said, it's against the Giants. Then he beats the Lions. Uh, in the road where it's the divisional game and at the time I think the Lions were 500 and then you know and then he, he gets the Thursday night game he always struggles in prime time he won on Thursday night uh, last game checked off that box and now it's on the road with team with a winning record he hasn't won one of these games with the Vikings yet so this is the next box to check off I do trust him but I wouldn't be surprised if this is the type of situation where he turns back into a pumpkin uh, my assistant statistician provided me this note. Um, Dad said he was in a fog from the time change and couldn't provide your stats regarding the Jets' record over the last three years. Ah, uh, sorry, Luke. Like uh, who was it? Geno Smith, who couldn't account for the uh, time change and didn't show up to a meeting or something like that. Yes, yes. This 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 daylight savings thing is uh, causing my dad some issues, uh, evidently. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about Cleveland Denver. As you can see, I'm I'm just in a control today show, Luke. I'm I'm just I don't know. I'm I'm just a, a frustrated football fan here, so I'm in a control today show. This game to me is fascinating. You have a Denver team that has lost in every conceivable fashion possible. Maybe the maybe the Bears have lost in more conceivable ways, but. I mean, this is this is just a bad Denver team. I don't know what Cleveland is. They are so bleeping talented, yet I don't know what we've gotten out of them. I, I, I can't explain it, Luke. I cannot explain it, what we've gotten out of Cleveland. This is a game that Cleveland should win by 30 points, and I feel like they're going to lose by 20. It's bizarre. Yeah, I like Cleveland uh, today just for the fact that the Broncos, I mean, you're starting a backup quarterback who was drafted in the sixth round and has never played a snap and has already been on multiple teams. Brandon Allen, folks. Uh, right. Flacco's yeah, an sure, IR. Sure, everyone's familiar with the name. Yes. Um, he, was, he was the type of guy that even when he was playing in college, you know, like I didn't think he was, a, he was, he was, one, he was even one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC and uh, I didn't think he'd be an NFL quarterback. So and just for the fact that he's playing alone, if you're the Browns, you got to win. But it almost goes back to what you were alluding to with the Jets where to trust them to beat somebody else, they have to first stop beating themselves. And the Browns uh, have the third most, penalty, uh, third most turnovers, I think it is, most penalties in the league. We saw it last week against the Patriots. They had plenty of opportunities to make that at least a closer game, and they just kept turning it 
over, dropping passes, committing penalties. They just they just keep beating themselves. They shoot themselves in the foot. So should they go into Denver and beat a backup quarterback in his debut? Yeah, they should. But do we trust the Browns to beat anybody at this point with the way they've been playing? Well, no, that's the big question. So they have more talent. They're a much better team on paper. But can they limit the mistakes for once? Because they just have been such a poor uh uh, poorly efficient or poorly executed team so far this year. Yeah, I I, I do not understand um, the use. Uh, what, sorry, why why that team is undisciplined? I'm I'm completely confused as to why they are an undisciplined football team. They should not be there. Um, sorry, be in that spot. This is the game that we talk about every single year with the Patriots. We have a funky quarterback, Lamar Jackson. We have one of the best Bill Belichick defenses with the Patriots. Um, this is a game that would normally cause teams problems facing a dynamic quarterback. Yet every single time we bring this up with the Patriots, Luke, they just prove you wrong and you go home shaking your head and you're 5-3 and three and wondering, are we really that good or are the Patriots just exceptional? And uh, it's only a... You know, six point, uh, sorry, three points technically because the guys are on the road, six overall point favorite line for the Pats. But for me, Luke, I, I, I think this is just too much for the Ravens to take on. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, you could, for one, you can never go against uh, the Patriots. But um, Belichick's won, I think it's 21 straight against uh, quarterbacks in their first two years. Um, just in terms of the, if you want to even talk about the spread, he's covered the spread in his career in New England 70% of the time against second-year quarterbacks. And he does he does great in these games. He thrives in these games. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he, he always takes away, Belichick does, you know, your strength, make you play left-handed, as they say. And for Lamar, I would say his strength is running the football. So if they can take that away, can he make enough plays from the pocket? I still don't think so. I still don't trust Lamar Jackson enough to be, uh, you know, a quarterback that could lead the team. Uh, to the Super Bowl, even far in the playoffs, because I don't think he can make enough plays uh, with his arm. Uh, the, 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 uh, the Patriots have not allowed, or Belichick has not allowed a quarterback to run for more than 95 yards in a game against him. Tim Tebow was the closest, and we know how that game went. I think that was uh, a playoff game a couple years back during the whole Tebow mania. So uh, he, Belichick does well against young quarterbacks. He typically does pretty well against the athletic quarterbacks that like to run. He'll take away what you can do. Uh, I think the Patriots, you get this win. This is like the classic New England game. You doubt them. Either on the road to the night football, gets the team playing well, young stud quarterback, but Belichick will, will make him look silly out there trying to figure out what exactly he's seeing from the defense. This is what uh, Bill thrives on. So I think the Patriots get the win. Yes, I do. Monday night's interesting because I don't know what kind of team Dallas is yet, and the problem there is that this giant team, their last hope for anything is to win this game and get on a run and win the NFC East. And I don't think it comes against... Um, I, I, I just think that when you look at... <coughs> excuse me. That when you look at this game, this is the classic Dallas gut check game. Giants trying to be better than they actually are game. And usually... Dallas loses these games, but I think it's different this time around. Yeah, I just don't know what's going on with the Giants. Like I was, uh, I, yeah, I like Daniel Jones early on. He looked good when he took over, and I know they beat you know two bad teams in the Buccaneers and the Redskins, but they just looked like a better team. He was playing well, and then they get blown out by the Vikings and look terrible. They get blown out by the Patriots, didn't play really well. 
they lose to the Cardinals and Lions in close games that they just kind of let slip away. They couldn't find a way to win those. Uh, the Giants have taken a step back after Daniel Jones originally came in and, and kind of lit a fire under them, and they were playing well there for a couple of weeks. So, you know, can I do I trust them to beat the Cowboys? I just think it's a bad Giants team, and the Cowboys, uh, if I remember correctly, they're coming off their bye, and Jason Garrett, say what you will about him as a, a, a bad head coach or not a great head coach, he's got a pretty good record when he has extra time to get ready. they got a pretty good record coming off a bye, plus the extra day because Monday Night Football, so they've had, uh, you know, 15 days here to get ready and get rested for this one. The Cowboys are the better team. They should be able to go into New York and win on Monday Night Football. And they enter that really interesting stretch with Thanksgiving, knowing you've got that short week coming up in a couple weeks. That bell was coincidental, but Luke, we're getting to the end of our radio program. Aww. I know. Your your timing on that's gotten much better as the season's gone on. I'm very impressed. Thank you. I'm in mid-season form. Yes. Well, you should be in mid-season form. It's week nine. Uh, don't remind me. I know. Time flies when you're having fun. Right. How's Citadel football? Big win yesterday. Fourth straight, and they're still in the hunt for uh, the uh, conference championship. Look at that. Four straight wins. Yeah, yeah. It's been really well the past month. That's good. It'll make the coaches show a lot better. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> Nothing like having the host of radio show with a disgruntled coach, folks. That is not where you want to be. Uh, the, the game of the day. Uh, I'll go with that Patriots-Ravens uh, matchup. I think it's intriguing. It'll be interesting to watch uh, Lamar Jackson against Bill Belichick. I am with you on that. Your sleeper game. Sleeper game. I'm going to say... I mean, there aren't many to choose from. I'm going to say Packers-Chargers. It's expected to be like 80% Packers fans out in L.A. The Chargers have been a joke. Uh, they need a win to just keep their season going. They're at home. Packers are playing well. Uh, Philip Rivers against Aaron Rodgers. This game interests me. Janance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson on the call. I'm going to go with Titans-Panthers. Just because this is two teams in interesting directions with Cam Newton's career possibly being over. Yeah. So, just something to keep in mind there. Your game to watch golf and the final round of the Bermuda Championship where Harry Higgs looks to get his first PGA Tour win during. Ooh, well, the obvious one would be Jeff Dolphins. I would also <laughs> say uh, Redskins Bills. Uh, Colt Steelers. You can't pay me to watch that game. Mm. Sorry, you just can't. That's okay. I, I was going to try to. Your Survivor game. Ah, uh, Survivor. I haven't even thought of this. I'm going to say... It's tough going through the schedule. I'll, I'll say the Cowboys. Monday Night Football, they should be able to beat the Giants even on the road. The Bears. This this Eagle team is in shambles. Interesting. I think uh, the Eagles get a win. Your player to watch. I always go chalk. I always go obvious. It's Lamar Jackson against Bill Belichick. Can he make enough plays, uh, probably with his arm, to win? Because as great of a year as he may have had, I'm still not sold on Lamar. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, you heard that right. Has that bonus buy going into a huge Monday Night Football game against the Seahawks. Can he recover? Can he use this to his advantage and get ready for next Monday night? Played really well on Thursday. He did. Four touchdowns, no picks. It's been fantastic. 
can he use this week and this weekend to his advantage to learn and continue to grow? That's my two cents. Looking forward to that game. As we all are. Luke, thank you for coming on the sprint. My pleasure as always. Enjoy your football Sunday and enjoy your football Sunday, everybody.